free. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, Queen Creek serves up Johnny to Mark and Interpol's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct. We're going to get you hooked up with that Doobie Brothers downloadable content and tickets to the show. All right, here's your questions, Johnny. We're going to talk about oldies lyrics. In the song Brandy by Looking Glass from 1972, what does Brandy wear around her neck? Is it a small Coke spoon, a braided chain, or a picture of United States representative from Arizona, Paul Gosar? (laughs) I believe it's uh, the second one. That is correct, yes. Yeah. A braided it, chain. Why can't it be all three? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. In the song Bad Bad Leroy Brown by Jim Croce, what was the name of the girl sitting at the end of the bar who looked nice? Was it Rita, Griselda, or Doris? Go uh, with the first one. Rita, you know, that's incorrect. At the end of the bar sat a gal named Doris. Yeah. And ooh, that gal looked nice. By the way, fun fact, I've never met a Doris in real life. I'm not that old. Here's your last uh, last question. In the song In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry from the early 70s. (laughs) We got a Mungo reference in. The lyric goes, if her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. But what should you do if her daddy's poor? Should you just do what you feel? Should you let her behind the wheel, or should you take your car out and peel? Uh, do what you feel. Do what you feel. Oh boy! Is the end. Yeah, What's... great lyric. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what, do what you, you feel. feel. What is that? You can't do that. Yeah, not in twenty twenty. That's why that's an oldie. Yep. <laughs> All right, Johnny, you scored two out of three. Hang on. All right, thanks. Appreciate you playing, man. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, we, we've done this before. You go back and listen to certain songs, and you go, oh, boy, that that doesn't work. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, we were just, Paul and I were talking off the air this morning about the movie Airplane, and the kids scene where yeah. the where the young girl who's got to be 12, maybe. Not even, no. Not they're, even. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like 9, 10 years old. She and describes. And the business attire and everything like that. She yeah. describes how she likes her coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Couldn't do that. I don't think days. you can make that joke today. No. Oh, oh, stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> Mark and Neanderthal. All right, so uh, as we mentioned, you know, we're going to be on vacation next week. Yeah. I got some stuff planned, and uh, I, uh, I'm actually getting together with three high school buddies for a guy's weekend, which will be great. Are you um, big time of me? Are these, are these the guys that have been on the show? When yeah, you're, yeah, the yeah, guys that you do your texting, your texting thing with. Yeah, yeah. For those that listen to the show, Mark uh, is constantly during the show engaged in a four-way text conversation with friends back east, and you can always tell when it's going to be a good day when Mark's phone just starts buzzing yeah. at like well, five fifteen a.m. because they've got the three-hour time difference, and they're they're just knee deep in it. No, well, generally speaking, I'm not texting during the show. No, but no, no. I'm just I'll saying get that off they, the they, air. I'll yeah. get off the air, and there'll be like 120 texts. I'm literally yeah, 120 like, during you know, the like, show. I'm like, all right, the natives are restless today. Yeah, you know? and that's how we find out why Mark's phone doesn't hold a charge. But, <laughs> but answers uh, two questions. But you, you've really got the the momentous week though next week well, as, you're, as you're on vacation. As I am, uh, unlike you, I am uh, untethered to family and or friends. Um, when I when I go on vacation, I don't really do much. I take care of the dogs and I I take care of personal business, and I've got personal business to take care of on thursday and friday of next week as we wrap up our vacation thursday i will go to the dentist and get my teeth scraped because mm-hmm. that's you know you do that that's fun yep so good morning enjoy your breakfast uh but it gets better than that on friday for the first time ever 
I will have a colonoscopy. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward yeah. to it. Not really. <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> it's of it, really, actually. it's, re- you know, it's, it's really not that big a deal. In fact, I, it's my first one. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, you I, never you, forget your first. No, you don't. You know, um, always you know, a bridesmaid. This time a bride. Yeah, I should. I should go back in because it's been a long time since my By the first way, one. Go back in. Not the best use of phrasing. You, you know, it, it probably saying. is. See, it's very. You know, people. They. I think they worry unnecessarily about the colonoscopy. It's really not that big a deal. Um, well, it's, fact, a, I, it's a big enough deal that some people don't want to be put under. True. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're worried about turning over power. You don't have to worry well, about I that mean, too much. Think about this for a second. Authority and so just, forth. Think about this. You're going to be on vacation. You're going off with your friends, right? Yeah. You, we don't know what could happen. You could be in grave danger. Who knows? It's a boys' weekend with the guys, and you're all middle aged. Somebody right. could stroke out. Um, I, in the unlikely event uh, something goes wrong in my colonoscopy, who does that leave in control of the show? A Guido. Right. Yeah. Does anybody want to do that? <laughs> exactly. In fact, I'm so scared I, to be put under. I actually not only don't want to be put under, I want to actually perform the colonoscopy myself. Because you know right? me. You know me. If I'm into something, I want to be like elbow deep into it. I understand. Probably not the best choice of words as can. No, listen, I, as a friend, I put something together for you. Just oh, to did you? Are we friends mind. now? I, I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to, <laughs> you know, know that, that this is running through your head as you start this. Okay. Then so. The doctor gives you medicine. Oh, no. To get things moving through your intestine. Why are you doing this? You will spend the night before. I hate you. Closed away behind the bathroom door. Yes, I will. Evacuations will not end. That's what I hear. Till your innards are fully cleansed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the doctor knocks you out. Yeah. The backdoor camera begins its route. All right. <laughs> It is time for your colonoscopy. Why? Your colonoscopy. Why are you doing this? Your colonoscopy. No. As you go in. It is time for your colonoscopy. This will help you. It will calm you down. No, it will not. How about this part? colonoscopy. You know, here's the thing. If after the colonoscopy I can do this flatulating, I'd be, ha- I'd be a happy camper, so to speak. That'd be good. Yeah, maybe. Come out better man than you went in. You never know. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm a, by the way, I know that the big question is, everybody's like, well, here's the thing you're going to hate is the drink. Everybody talks about taking the drink beforehand. Right. I didn't do the drink. I'm, you know, this is 2021. I want to be hopped up on pills like everyone else. I didn't know there were pills when yeah. I did it. I, mine was 2013, so maybe there weren't pills yet. I think the number is, I don't know. I haven't looked inside the bag. I've had the bag for like three weeks because Walgreens threatened to kill me if I didn't come pick up my, my pre-colonoscopy medication. I think there are 24 pills and I have to do a dozen right. the night before and a dozen the morning of. All right. And I've also been told to eat pasta and stuff like that for three I, days beforehand. I'll bet that we have people who are listening who have doctor's appointments in the next week. Like, it's always, I don't have anything hanging over my head doctor-wise right now, except for like a dental appointment in five months or something. I'd appreciate it if you didn't use the phrase hanging over my head while referring to my <laughs> colonoscopy. Just saying. We've Hey, everybody, this is Essie, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. 
We've got Mike from Phoenix on the phone with us, and we're going to play timeout for Spanish for that family four-pack of passes to Talmachaw Farms. Mike, we'll give you a Spanish phrase, then it's your job, your duty, to translate it from the three choices we give you. Are you ready? <laughs> you said duty. Oh, yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. All right, Mike, here comes your Spanish phrase. Nunca se interponga entre un perro y la boca de incendios. Did you hear that? Mike, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, you call it nagging, I call it, listen to what I said the first time. <laughs> yeah. B, you know when you put your stick in a water and it looks bent? That's why I never take baths. <laughs> or C, never stand between a dog and the fire hydrant. Which one is it? <laughs> I got to go with C today. Yes. C, Mike. Well done. Excellent. You heard yeah, the word right. perro. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. As we uh, let's say it's kind of Friday for me because I'm I'm gonna, not going to be here tomorrow and and neither of us will be here next week. We'll be on vacation. Yeah, I'm counting down uh, a week of dietary changes to prepare for my colonoscopy a week from tomorrow. Yeah, aren't you? Are yeah, you jealous? Are you, I, I'm big time, and you know yeah, is what I'm I mean, doing. You know, I really that's a that's a vacation plan I I hadn't thought about. Here's the thing: I, I feel bad about it because originally, and we've talked about this before on the show, you were supposed to drive. I was going to drive you, but I already yeah. had my vacation plan, and then you scheduled the colonoscopy on oh. a day that was during the vacation. I and, didn't schedule it. This is the earliest I could get it yeah, done, and, and I'm yeah. I mean I'm really eight years too late. They say you should get it done starting at 45, but insurance companies don't want to pay for it until after 50. Shocker! I'm 53. And so I'm late because, you know, when I went right around the time I was turning 50, I got divorced. I, I had other things, you know, that were that took priority. And it's <laughs> well, not so, you just didn't want to do it. No, I had other things that I, I was like. And, and it's by the way, you know, we, as we've talked about this, this is this is not something that you do by yourself. You got to get a ride there. You got to yeah. have somebody. I didn't have anybody to ask to do it. I was. Well, I was. How old are you? 52? 53. 53. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was actually 52. So I waited, you know. Yeah. And, and I had somebody to give me a ride, but I just didn't want to do it. And I'm horrified by it because, uh, you know, and I don't, I'm not trying to besmirch the bedside manner of the, the tech that set me up for this, but she said that it's like 80% of guys have polyps removed. Good now, morning, everybody. I, you know, I'm just saying while you're spreading that jam on your, on your English muffin, <laughs> 80% of guys have polyps removed. And she didn't follow it with, but there's nothing to worry about. She yeah. just said that. So I'm like, oh, my God. Or else we'd be losing 80% of our guys. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. So. Yeah, I, I guess it's a common thing. It's like it's like when you get a canker sore in your tongue. Everybody gets canker sores in your tongue. It's not quite the same reference, but it's not. You know, but, yeah. yeah. And now, uh, the I, only time I've ever seen a camera in my body was a laryngoscopy. Now, did you know that if I took a video of a laryngoscopy and a colonoscopy and put them side by side and asked you to tell me which one is which, you couldn't do it? I'll bet I wouldn't be able you to do be able it. To, they, it looks, they look yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, once they're not. Once you're in there, yeah, <laughs> they're not the same, but they look the same. Anyway, we've got a guy. He's he's been through it apparently. All right. Okay. What was your story? Help me. Uh, about ten years ago, when I had my first one, uh, they put me under. Right. And then probably about five minutes before, evidently the procedure was done, I woke up and uh, saw him with the camera. You know. Going through and saying, uh, oh. "Well, there's one right there, no. you know, a little polyp." And then, uh, whenever I woke up, I'm like, 
whoa, you guys aren't done yet? And the doctor kind of freaked out and said, oh, yeah, well, we're just about done. So, And then something came down over your face, right? <laughs> no. Really? They, they didn't waterboard you immediately? <laughs> <laughs> no pillow, no nothing. Um, so they, they, no, let you, really. they let you just stay awake then? Well, I really I was kind of in and out of it still from the anesthesia. Probably not the best but, choice uh, of words. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but uh, it happened. So, uh, I, you know, we're going to let I, you go. I'm, but I'm going to question that. I, I think I, it was a dream. I think I bet that was a dream. I think he's. I think he's just trying to scare me. Because I don't think that would happen. I I don't know. Um, I, there are some people that say they have been awake through it, and there are some people who refuse to be put under for fear of having to turn over control of the United States of America to their I, I to their vice that. president. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny that the, yeah. the story came out about him when you have this coming up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, um, you know, I, I'm 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 thinking about maybe not having them put me under because I'm afraid of turning control of this show over to you and Guido. <laughs> so I'm you know <laughs> it. Uh, I don't know that guy's story. Seems like a serious lack of anesthesia there. Somebody, I would wouldn't that put some wouldn't that put you in legal jeopardy? Yeah, it's, I mean it does. I, I mean I'm not trying to I'm not going to besmirch his name or try to try to say that he's 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 telling tales out of school, but maybe he dreamed it. Maybe it's very possible because you really you shouldn't wake up until like at least a half hour hour later. Yeah, I don't know. I know that they do. do they, somebody told our friend Chuck called in and said, "Hey, the good news is you get great drugs and you get violated and you don't know anything about it and lose a little weight." Yeah. What song is this? Oh, it's Switching to Glide. Ah, okay. Because you know, I'm getting a colonoscopy. See what I did there? I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure everything is... That's funny, people are fascinated with a colonoscopy. The phones are going crazy here. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. all kinds of calls. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, okay. So I had one. I'm 53. I'll be 54 in November. I've had one. No big deal. The worst part is the prep, like the day before, where you can't eat anything. You got to drink water or sure. jello and all that clear stuff. Yeah, right. But then the sec the second worst part, honestly, Paul, is when you go into the exam room and you're going to say, "Hey, you know, where should I put my pants?" If the doctor says over by mine, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah I've heard that before. <laughs> it's still funny. Yeah, yep, still good. <laughs> it never gets old, man. I got a mind of a fifteen year old. Have a good yeah, one. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Don't grow up if you don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> no doubt about it. I mean, let's face it. <clears throat> we were just saying this off the air while Guns N' Roses, our Zeppelin, were on. Um, the colonoscopy is something where you can be completely childish and yet, and, and, and it's not offensive because we all have to deal with it. Yeah. I had a, 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 a I'm not going to try to big time you or brag or anything like that, but when I woke up last night at like one o'clock in the morning to let the dogs out and, and was introduced to the club, um, I ended up having a little conversation with a really attractive woman that I know on Facebook. And at one in the morning? Yes. She was, she, I, she messaged me. She's like, you up? I'm like, cool. Um, but it turns out we're just, you know, we're just platonic friends because uh -huh. that's the story of my life. Right. Um, but she had invited me to this, this cool thing. By the way, good morning, Michelle. Hope you're up. Um, and, uh, she invited me to this thing, and I said to her, I wrote back to her, I go, I, if I'm being honest, I, I can't go to this function because it's next Friday at noon, and I have my colonoscopy scheduled. You wonder why I'm in the friend zone, don't you? Yeah, would romantic, right, exactly. Would romantic speak yep. like that? She started the conversation with, why are you up? Are you up? And I ended it with, I'm getting a colonoscopy. She goes, oh, I just had my consultation, too. There you go. We two two grown-ass adults, yeah. no pun intended. Another guy just called and said he's having this the same day as you. He's having his colonoscopy. Oh, cool. Yeah. So and but you you were joking around before about not doing the anesthesia. Yes, I, I was I, I was joking about I, that because because it's I 
I woke up from mine. I was like, did, did, did it even happen yet? Yeah. You don't even know anything. Yeah. So, Actually, the, here's the thing. better that way. Here's the thing about that. You've been with me when I've tried to give blood. The toughest part about the colonoscopy for me from a pain or, or, or an aggravation standpoint will be them trying to give me the anesthesia, trying to get that vein. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing. 708 here. What's up? Good morning. Would you please give Paul a message for me and and tell him that he does want to take the drug <laughs> for his colonoscopy because I used to work for a GI doctor and it's painful if you don't take the, the sedation. Oh, no, I'm taking the sedation. I'm not doing the drink, though. I'm doing the pills instead of the drink. <laughs> Yeah, but take the sedation because they blow air in there to get around the corners, and that's quite painful. What is this? What, what, what do I get? What are, what, they doing a, what are they doing? A break job? <laughs> what corners? <laughs> corners? 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 The hell are we? Are we yeah. What are we racing on the Isle of Man? <laughs> yeah, your colon, your colon has a couple of twists and turns. What do you know about my colon? <laughs> well, I work with a GI work doctor. A GI doctor. Yeah. We haven't even had dinner yet. <laughs> well, trust me when I tell you this. Okay, I trust you. Because she's seen people on okay. the table go, ow! <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, the last time I heard trust me when I tell you this was in confession. <laughs> uh, you have a great morning. You, See ya. You, you guys make my morning. Thank you so much. <laughs> I I felt like Jim Mora from the old coach of the Saints. <laughs> Corners. Corners. I was and to which I would respond with the Allen Iverson. We talking about Corners? Corners. We talking about Corners? Corners. Corners. We talking about Corners. I don't want to talk about Corners. No, I don't want to talk about any of this. <laughs> it's um, Mark and Deanna Paul. We appreciate you being here with us. Uh, by the way, uh, next week when we're on vacation, lots of replays of stuff like the 30-second song challenges, sure. dumbasses of the day, uh, college rock and roll yeah. college. Yeah. We'll do all that stuff. You'll hear some of that this weekend when we do the Mark and the Paul replay from 6 to 9 on Saturdays, but next week especially. Corners. Corners. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. All right, so now is the portion of the day where we stop talking about my ass and start talking about other people who are <laughs> acting like asses. Time for the Mark and Andrew Paul Dumbass of the Day. Yes. If you're just joining us, that's a uh, impending colonoscopy reference. By right the way, there. I don't like the word impending. It sounds too much like impacting, and that's a word I don't want to hear when regarding my colonoscopy. You don't want me to use coming up, though, do you? No, no, probably not. That's a good point. So last Thursday, 
was a bad day for 41-year-old Tammy Russell of Hot Springs, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yep. Yep. This all started around 4 o'clock on Thursday when cops got a call about a red Cadillac CTS weaving all over the road. Those are nice cars. Yep. An officer was in the area but was on the other side of the road separated by a concrete barrier. So he couldn't get after Tammy. Right. Several other calls came in, but Tammy kept getting lucky, getting away from police officers despite weaving all over the road. At one point, she was accidentally driving into oncoming traffic. Accidentally? Yeah. Oh, boy. But uh, being able, she was able to get over to the uh, the shoulder to avoid that happening. Uh, it was about 8 p.m., four hours after the initial call when Tammy was finally pulled over. By the way, that's great mileage on that car. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, officers noticed right away the slurred speech. And an initial breathalyzer showed that Tammy was well over the legal limit. Sounds like it. But wait, there's more. Is there? Tammy was also cited for driving left of center. Mm -hmm. She was also driving on a suspended driver's license. Shocking. But wait, there's more. Oh, worry. The red Cadillac CTS was unregistered. Mm -hmm. And the coup de grace, if you will. Not hers. This is Tammy's sixth DWI in less than 10 years. In fact, Tammy was on parole from her 2015 DWI conviction, which she did prison time for. So her parole officer is going to be very disappointed. Someone's going home. Tammy is facing 20 years in prison. Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly, you know, 10 City doesn't seem so bad. I know it doesn't exist anymore, but, you know. She's already been convicted of being the Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Not the worst offender we've seen in the dumbass of the day. You know, some no. people have 48 and 50 convictions yeah. and still yeah. aren't there. They're still out there. Yeah, but that does seem like the worst punishment I've heard so far for a right. driving thing. Yeah. At least they're doing the right thing yeah, when somebody absolutely. is is that bad with yeah, it. Lock her up. I've heard people say that before. Mm-hmm. Many people have said that. Sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson was the dumbass of the day. You can find them at arrowheadharley.com. I'll be out tomorrow. We'll we'll all be out. Both of us will be out next week. Guido will be out next week. And uh, Paul's vacation. Got some stuff planned, don't you? Well, I uh, like sights to see. Well, like so. Well, I don't know about that. There are, uh, like so many men, I don't take care of myself, and I think I readily admit that. I think we would all readily admit it. You don't go to the doctor all the time, do you? As little as I possibly can. I don't have anything coming up right now, except like a probably a dental cleaning six months from now. See, I have a dental cleaning on Thursday of vacation week, and you think to yourself, well. Could it get any worse than having to go to the dentist on your vacation? That's and the a week answers, from today. Yeah, a week from today uh, at about, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So I'll go over and I'll go see my dentist, mm-hmm. who are awesome. My dental hygienist has an unenviable task to have to clean my mouth. Uh, and you say to yourself, well, can there be a worse job than that? And the answer is yes. On Friday, I will get my very first colonoscopy. So I'm getting taking care of both ends. Polishing up both ends, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure everything has got a spit shine on it. Probably not the best choice of words I could have used. We were talking earlier about it. Yeah. A guy called and said, oh, my God, I'm having mine the same day on Friday the 8th. Yeah. We're like two chicks in a bar in Tempe going to the bathroom at the same time. You you know what you should have done? Although we probably shouldn't. Yeah. You should have done the group on. With him. I wonder if he can. One of you could have probably gotten half off. I wonder if... I don't know that that's the right choice of words either <laughs> when talking about someone's colon. Uh, 
I think we might be going to the same place, too, because as I understand it, this is the weird part about it. There are like only two places in the East Valley that do these procedures. So I to think speak. you're going to the same place I went to. Uh, yeah. Eight years ago. Yeah. It's it's like uh, it's it's like down in the south area of the 202. It's like south of I, I don't know, Jermaine, Jermaine and the 202 or something like that. I, I don't even know. A little I can't north re- of there, but it's southwest something GI or whatever yeah. it is. So if you guys want to come on by and maybe have a tailgate party or something, no, nope, again, go. not the not best the choice best of choice words. words. Yeah, I can't. There's no way to get around, unintended. Yeah. What's going on? So I'm a dental assistant. I've been one for a very long time, and I can kind of tie in the cleanings with the colonoscopy. Um, about 15 years ago, there was a patient came in new. He brought his wife in the back with him. He wasn't that old, like in his early 30s. And had a manila folder full of all these papers. And my other doctor and I are working next door where you can hear them, right, mm-hmm. talking. Yep. And he's blaming everything wrong in his mouth due to his colon whiscopy. <laughs> colon whiscopy. Is <laughs> that like when yeah. you crack an and egg and you take one of those wire things, you just go in there yep. and brush around a little bit, yep. spin it around? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his mouth was jacked because of a colon whiscopy, and he had paper proof. And the colon whiscopy sounds like a great band name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's true. And the doctor and I, I started laughing, but you can't laugh out loud because they would hear you. The patient over us had headphones on and was on gas. She could care less. So the doctor starts bouncing because she's laughing so hard. I'm bouncing. Finally, the assistant that's listening to the guy with his colon whiscopy gets up and goes in the lab. And I'm like, Alan, did you keep that straight? And I'm laughing. She's laughing. We had tears. So colon whiscopy. God bless if the guy's listening to you. But yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Probably should have established that yeah, ground rule. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> colon whiscopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the odds? I saw those guys at the Mason Jar in 1994. Yeah. Fantastic band. Very great set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good band. By the way, this is the song this is Don't Fear the Reaper. The Reamer is a completely ding thing. You should Hey-o. be you should be afraid of that. That's what I'm saying. All right. Enjoy your breakfast. The first for everything, right? Yeah, I'm 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 really terrified. This is amazing. Um you know, just like everybody was very, very kind to me when my when my dad passed, and I got a lot of nice messages. People are wishing you nothing but encouragement for your initial first ever colonoscopy coming up one week from tomorrow. Yeah, and, and it's look the th- the big thing that everybody is saying is that the prep is is the big and you'll pardon well, it the, is you'll pardon the term and, uh, that I'm going to use pain in the ass. There you go. Um, but I have chose. I've, look, I've done. Here's the thing. One of the things Mark will tell you about me is that I am. Overly concerned with details sometimes when it comes to things, especially when it comes to my health or or my well-being or my home or those things. So I researched this thing very deeply. Again, a bad, poor choice of words. <laughs> but um, and I, I, I when I went and had my consultation, you know, everybody there's this I don't know, it's sodium something or other drink that they drink that people drink. And it's it's supposed to taste like shoe leather. I don't remember the taste of the. I remember yeah. drinking a lot of stuff that didn't taste great. I don't remember anything horrendous. Yes. I remember there was a Dulcolax, Miralax, yeah. Xlax, so that my colon would relax. Yeah, it's it, and they tell you to get some Gas X too, so that you can, <laughs> yes. you, so that you you, you all the X's are in there, so that you have a, <laughs> so you have a little, you know, not to to, to quote the Saturday Night Live, but you have a little colon blow moment. Yeah. Um. So, but it's like sodium sulfate or something like that. I decided they apparently make a pill regimen and. Boy, in 2021, if the United States isn't all about taking pills, yeah, I know. I'm in. Yeah, so I, I don't know if that was available when I did it in 2013 or not. So I have to do like I have to do like two dozen pills. Like I have to take like eight pills, then drink like four glasses of water, and it's almost like Cardinal Puff. You know the old drinking game where yeah. you kids do four pills, then drink like four things of water, and then three hours later do four more pills.
pills and stuff like that. And apparently, the only time I will be out of the bathroom is when I'm taking the pills and drinking the water. Yeah, see, I, you didn't have to do all that research. I, I put something together for you. That, oh, did so, you? So not only you would know what to expect, okay. but also to make the whole thing just a fun sing-along. Well, you know how much I love music. The doctor gives you medicine to get things moving through your intestine. You will spend the night before you know closed away behind the bathroom door. Yeah. Evacuations will not end. Nice word. Till your innards are fully cleansed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then the doctor knocks you out. The backdoor camera begins its round. Everyone sing along. Yeah. You see it coming. It is time for your colonoscopy. That's right. Your colonoscopy. Woo! Your colonoscopy. Ow. It is time for your colonoscopy. Ha-ha. Your colonoscopy. And the band your colonoscopy. begins to play. You know, just after, take that in with you. Yeah, You'll after, be relaxed. You'll be in my, a good mood. After my colonoscopy, I want to be able to play that from my <laughs> from my anus is what I want to do there. Well, best of luck with that. You know, the biggest issue I have now with the colonoscopy thing is the post-colonoscopy meal. I'm thinking Bronto Burger, you know, set of ribs, something yep. something to just clog me right back up. Plenty of cheese, yeah, too. I'm, yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, we were we were a little late yesterday because of uh, some technical difficulties, but we got it right on time. Tardiness is no good. No punctuality in school was always very important. If so let's if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. <laughs> so let's open up Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. And so Jerry is serving up Apache Junction as his place of residence this morning, and is now in the crosshairs of Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Jerry, I'm going to ask you the same five questions I asked Mark. Whoever gets more right will graduate. If you fail you'll have to announce to the world or at least the valley that you flunked from the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Are you ready? I am ready. As we get ready to do this, we got to kick Mark out of the studio, so do that, please, Jerry. Hey, Mark, could you leave for a couple minutes? Well, yes, Jerry, I could. See that? Polite. Civility. <laughs> Some people say it's a lost art. Not so much. All right, Jerry, that chump stain's gone. Let's go. Question number one. What are Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's first names? All three of them? Uh, yeah. Carl Palmer, Keith Emerson, and Greg Lake. Question number two. What band is concerned about dark sarcasm in the classroom? Uh, Pink Floyd. Question number three. Where did the first Woodstock take place? Uh, New York. Question number four. Yazgur's Farm. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Who was told, don't come hanging around my door, don't want to see your face no more? Tom Petty. Question number five. What band named two of their albums after movies by the Marx Brothers? Uh, The Queen. All right, not bad. And so Mark re-enters the studio. Okay. And needs to get five out of five to win. Oh. Yeah. This is, okay, Jerry got four? Jerry got four out of five. Jerry. Yep, so you have to nail all five questions. This could be the day Mark loses. All right, right. Jerry, sit back and hope. Question number one. What are Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's first names? You've got 
Greg Lake, Keith Emerson, and Carl Palmer. It's one to one. Question number two. What band is concerned about dark sarcasm in the classroom? Pink Floyd. It's two to two. Question number three. Where did the first Woodstock take place? New York State. Um, Yasker's Farm. Bethel, New York. It's three to three. Question number four. Who was told, don't come hanging around my door. I don't want to see your face no more. Oh. Uh, the guess who? Question number five. What band named two of their albums after movies by the Marx Brothers? Queen. All right. So we have a tie. Did I get something wrong? You did get something wrong. Which one? You had the artist correct on question number four. Question number one, it is Greg Lake, Keith Emerson, Carl Palmer. Question number two, Pink Floyd is concerned about dark sarcasm in the classroom. <laughs> question number three, Woodstock took place at Yasger's Farm in Bethel, New York. All of those answers would have been taken and okay. correct. Question number four, who was told, don't come hanging around my door? I don't want to see your face no more. It was the American woman. The American woman. woman was told that. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And question number five, two Queen albums both Night at the Opera and Day at the Races were named after Marx Brothers movies. So did Jerry get four wrong also? Jerry also got four wrong. Okay. So you guys are even. This sounds like a rematch is warranted later on down the line. Yeah, we didn't listen to the wording sounds of the good. question. Yep. Yeah. Jerry, you did fantastic. Mark, you did as well as can be expected. And so we have a tie. You don't have to announce that you failed. And we'll have a rematch at some time in the future. Sounds good. See you, Jerry. All right, thanks. Uh, bye. Bye. You know what? I mean, I, and by the way, his answer and, and question number four was fantastic. You know, because the question the question was, who was told don't come around here no more? Don't want to, you know, don't want to see your face no more. What did he say? He's Tom Petty. Oh, yeah, because he was oh. thinking of you know, don't see, come I, around here no more. I was so busy running the lyrics through my head to get to the title of the song, yeah. and know who the artist would be mm-hmm. from the title mm-hmm. that I didn't think about how you worded the question. Yeah, well, see, it's it was, just yeah. The American woman was told that. Not who sang it. Mm-hmm. I almost made the question, guess who was told how to, you know. <laughs> then I would have known you very, eh, anyway. Yeah. All right, so four to four. Next time around, I'll go for the win again. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 